you know, I, I usually try my goal for this podcast every year with the Yankees and the Knicks has become to try covering at least, at the very, very least, 80% of the games. This this could have been one of those games where I you know, decided to put in the 20% category and just take off. Uh, and not to nitpick because the Knicks probably won't get too many wins this year. Um, you know, they'll be around 500, give or take. So not to nitpick the games that they do win and, and you know, I'll give them credit for the win tonight, but playing the Detroit Pistons has become a tradition um, for the Knicks to win. Like it's they're just they're a terrible team to begin with. They're tanking. They're very short-handed. Um, you can always count on the old Pistons. Um, they absolutely suck. And tonight they were without a whole lot of guys. Still no Cade Cunningham who might need surgery. This was a preseason game, um, and I took really really nothing from it. Um, so yes, it was a good, nice rebound of a win after two tough losses. The Knicks go out there and they pulverize the Pistons, one forty to one ten. And you know, we'll we'll talk for a few minutes, but I, I can promise you this: it won't be too long. We're gonna try to keep this one under the usual thirty-minute mark. All right. So with that said, let's get into it. Episode four forty-three of the podcast. Let's talk. Welcome to BD4, an RJ Carbone podcast. BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. We also do MMA. Yanks every series, Knicks every game, MMA on occasion. BD4 is a five-star show on Apple Podcasts, also available in video format on YouTube and Spotify. So thanks for stopping by, and we hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. Episode 443. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Welcome to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. We also do MMA. Yanks every series. Knicks every game. MMA on occasion. Let's talk Knicks. Um... Yeah, as I said, we're going to try to keep this, you know, under the usual 30, 40 minute mark. And hopefully it's more towards 20 something minutes tops. That'd be beautiful. Um, But yeah, the Knicks picked up a win. They played the Pistons, who are, again, terrible. And the Knicks were able to pick up a 140 to 110 win. And um, they got their 10th win of the year. They are now 10 and 11 on the season. And uh, they were led by Julius Randle in this game. Big credit to Julius for leading the way and, and you know getting them off to a hot start. 
Big-time first quarter for Julius. He was on fire from three, heat-checking three-point shots, and, and it was working. Um, I want to say he was at least four. At least he, he, he knocked down at least four threes in the first quarter. Um, might have been five, but I know he had at least four. He finished with six. But other guys eventually started chiming in. Um, you know, again, the Knicks reached 140 points. Five guys had at least 16 points. So the offense was very good tonight. It looked very creative. Really creative, actually. There were some nice... We, we actually like we actually ran offense. Um, we had a little give-and-go. It looked like a give-and-go between iHeart and um, D-Rose. We had that little hesitation, misdirection move by quickly... Guys were doing, you know, they were getting, they were digging in their bag. Um, guys were moving off the ball. Um, I just had a voice crack. Guys were coming around screens and, you know, we were spacing the floor very well off the ball. <clears throat> um, that is an alcohol. That's iced tea. The entire damn arena, uh, this was in Detroit, was empty. I mean, it, it, it reminded me of 2020 all over again. And maybe that's why Julius Randle played so well. Because <laughs> he was practically in an open gym. Uh, but yeah, he gets a bing bong award. Gets a bing bong ball tonight. Bing bong. Julius finished with 36 points. 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Shot the ball 58%. 46% from 3 as he went 6 for 13. He was a plus 36 in the box score. Um, and he earns his sixth bing bong ball of the year. Yeah, he, he was on fire with the jumper. Um, he had some really strong, really impressive takes inside through traffic. Uh, so he was good. And we're going to run through it, man. Uh, quickly was also good off the bench. He's going to get a bing bong ball. Um, 15 points, four assists. He shot 58%. Um, yeah, he was good. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, man. Quickly was good. Uh, he seems like he's starting to find a rhythm. You know, his numbers on the year are very similar now to quickly, quickly seasons of the past. Um, the three-pointers starting to come around a little bit. He looks good. And, you know, my, my thoughts on quickly as a player, I just... It's really similar to my thoughts on a lot of these other guys. Where I think they're good, but I don't think they're anything better. Like, a lot of Knicks fans think there are so many guys with such high ceilings and all this upside. You know, calling Obi the next Amari, calling, you know, uh, Cam the next Paul George. And I've, I've you know, been a victim of that too. But I, this year I've been pretty consistent in, in what I think. And I just think a lot of these guys are role players. So they're going to have highs. They're going to have lows. And at the end of the day, they're just going to be decent, no more or less. Um, but credit to Quickly. He had a great game, and he's starting to come around and look good. That was his eighth Bing Bong Award of the year. He's got eight Bing Bong Balls to lead the, the bench. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we can go all around. RJ was solid. You know, 16 points tonight from him, 4 of 11 
Um, he got to the line, knocked down most of his three throws, six of eight. He knocked down his three-point shot, two of five. That was nice to see the jumper look good. Um, still so-so around the rim. The defense wasn't great yet. Kevin Knox blown by his ass a few times, so that's always interesting. <laughs> we had a I, we had a Cam versus Knox uh, matchup a few times. They they went at each other. I found that cool. Um, Grimes looked pretty good tonight, and that's really the one thing you can take from this is is that Quentin Grimes looks good. Um, Tonight, it was magnified because you saw the shot falling. He was um, 6 for 7 from the field and 3 for 4 from 3-point land, scoring 16 points. So when, when he hits his shots, it really magnifies how good the rest of his game is because he's been doing everything else since he's um, came back into the starting rotation. The playmaking was solid again tonight. He showed some great court vision on the attack. He found Mitch in the dunker spot all for drive. He hit up quickly on the break. Uh, and we talked about the other night how this is a career point guard in Quentin Grimes. He's been a point guard his entire career up until he went to Houston. Um, he's a very good finisher too, by the way. I, I've been noticing that Quentin Grimes pretty good around the rim. Um, he just he seems like he's usually efficient there. And tonight you saw some really smooth finishes with his right hand on the left side of the floor. He looked really good. Um, and he played defense. He's always going to play defense. He rebounded six. Uh, that was nice to see. You know, you can just see from uh, Quentin Grimes right now that he's just got that that bounce in his step. He looks a lot better than when he was playing earlier in the year and trying to come back from that injury. Which, you know, plantar fasciitis is not an easy injury to come back from. Now, I'm still curious to see how this guard rotation is going to shape up. Um, because, you know, tonight's not really a great indicator for what's to come. You can't take anything from a Pistons game. But, just for shits and giggles, um, Grimes, 28 minutes. Uh, quickly, 22 minutes. D. Rose led the bench with 24 minutes, and this was in a back-to-back versus a shorthanded Pistons team. So that was very interesting. Um, I don't know what Tibbs was thinking there, but Cam, 17 minutes tonight. So I, I, I do think it's going to be similar to this layout every night. Probably less Rose, and more of those minutes are going to go to Quickly and Cam. Um, Graham, uh, Graham, Grimes will probably start. I would say they, you know, because if he starts knocking down his three-pointer, they're going to go with him because he's the best shooter on the team. And he's, you can make a case, he's also their best defensive player. He's definitely their best point of attack defender, um, you know, on those pick-and-roll guards. Quickly will probably get his 20, 25 minutes. Cam, I think, will get his 20. I, I think it'll work. I think they'll make it work. Um, you know, I, I just think we need to play Cam and Grimes on the floor a little more and not really make it a head-to-head -head thing. You know, they could still play with each other. You don't have to stagger their minutes. Um, and tomorrow, I think that'll help a lot. You're playing the Bucks. 
They run fast. They play in the lanes. Obviously, you're going to have to build a wall around Giannis. But, you know, the rotation, the guard wing rotation is, is going to be interesting. Um, now, when it comes to Obi, obviously, you know, we, we've killed this topic enough with his playing time. I'm not going to jump into it, but he's not moving anywhere. He, he He's going to get his 18 minutes, whether he's on or off. Tonight, it was the same thing. He looked good, but didn't matter, um, especially because Julius was on. But that's it, man. I'm not I'm not going to go much longer. I think I'll cut it off here. The Bucks are next. Um, I don't know who's going to be on. I mean, it's probably going to be Randall and Mitch on Giannis. That's what they usually do. Um, it's not going to be Grimes. He's obviously too small. It's probably not even going to be Cam. It's it's they're going to need size, um, like mass, and it's going to have to be Mitch and and Randall. A lot of help defense. The help defense is going to have to be on point. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't take anything from this one. So we're going to wrap it up. It's not even going to be twenty minutes. <laughs> we'll get to break. Come back. Talk about our parlay which we botched again tonight, and then we'll wrap it up with the trivia. Stay with us. We'll be right there. Hey, guys. So if you are a listener of the podcast often and you want to know where to find me on social media, you can find me on Facebook at BD4. You can find me on Twitter at BD4Pod. And you can also find me on Instagram at Rob J. Carbone. BD4 is located on many different platforms. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and if you do there, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review. You can listen to it on Spotify, but you can also watch the podcast on both Spotify and YouTube. BD4 is available on many other platforms as well. All you got to do is search it up. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and much more. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. You're listening to episode 443 of the podcast. Let's get to our uh, let's get to our parlay and talk about that because yeah, we lost again. Anybody else like to chew ice? It's like a supposed to be a vitamin deficiency. (laughs) Welcome to RJ's Parlay, where my degenerate self breaks down tonight's big parlay. If I miss, it's not surprising. If I hit, I'll probably lose it all the next night. Because that's how this works. Tonight's big parlay. We actually had two. We had one in the Warriors game. And then we have one in the Knicks game. We lost both. But, um... Plus five and a half on the alternate spread for the Knicks. That hit. Randall, 30-plus points, rebounds, and assists. That hit. I like the stat combos. Brunson, 25-plus everything. Did not hit. And then Barrett, 20-plus everything, which did hit. So Brunson was the only one I didn't hit. And it was only because of, you know the Knicks were blowing them out. So he sat the entire fourth quarter. And I hate that. If it wasn't for garbage time, 
the NBA would far and away be the easiest sport to bet, and I'd be a millionaire. But it always screws me. Garbage time always screws me. I mean, because we, we just never end up getting that final leg because the guy's going to sit because there's no need to play Brunson, who's you know nursing an injury in the first night of a tough back-to-back coming up. It was plus 115. Would have been nice, but no. Brunson sits the fourth. <laughs> let's 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 uh, let's wrap it up. All right. As I stutter my way through this episode, let's uh, head the break real quick. Finish it off with a trivia, and that'll be that. Be right back. We also have a website now for BD4. If you go to bd4blog.com, you can find the blog, the podcast links, and also where to find me on social media. Just go to bd4blog.com. Studio 69 Productions is a podcast production agency created by Leo Rodriguez to allow content creators to market their podcast. It's an online platform that will market your podcast or any other project that you're working on. Get in touch with Leo Rodriguez from Studio 69 Productions. You can find Studio 69 Productions on Instagram at Studio69NJ. Studio 69 Productions, where dreams are heard and born. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, RJ Carbone. Episode 443. Let's wrap it up with our trivia. 